Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list, there are 13 Edmonton area locations which are open for delivery and for pickup. Go online at royalpizza.ca where you can order and pay or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. It's a Thursday. The Stoffer recommendation today the meat lovers we head off to our river cree resort and casino hotline and we are pleased to be joined by the host of inside sports reed wilkins who has just tweeted out it, it made me chuckle a bit reed you you you, you have those moments uh bob stopper had louis debrusque on his show who talked about fighting then brian burke who was on he talked about fighting I'm up next on Oilers Now. We'll discuss the importance of storing comics in bags to keep them in mint condition. How many said comics do you actually have, Reed? Uh, I have a comic collection probably just under 4,000, Bob. I collected from, uh, I want to say, 83 to 98, primarily uh, Spider-Man and X-Men type titles. And, yeah, you got to keep them in bags, protect the spine, keep the oxygen off them. Here's the thing, Bob, and I'm, I, I am going to tie this into the Edmonton Oilers in a second here. Uh, I collected comics in an era when a lot of people collected and saved comics. So my collection is worth very little because there are so many of the comics I have yes. on the market and in people's basements and, and being stored and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to cash in. But I do have uh, a couple that might be of value. I do have uh, the first appearance of Deadpool, and that has gone up in value since the, the movies came out with Ryan Reynolds. And I have the Amazing Spider-Man series from when Todd McFarlane started drawing the Amazing Spider-Man, who later became one of the group uh, owners of the uh, group that was owning the Empton Oilers. And he had a very uh, distinct artistic style that sort of, I would say revolutionized a little bit the way they drew Spider-Man with some of his flexibility and the uh, the more extreme angles and, and poses. But that's where, of course, Todd McFarlane really burst on the scene and eventually had enough money to become part owner of an NHL team is because he was drawing comic books. Reed, this text has just come in from Epstein's mother on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. So, Bob, uh, Reed Wilkins just stated that he collected comments from 1983 until 1988. Is Reed willing to confirm or deny that he lost his virginity after 1998? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to confirm or deny, Bob. Come on. All right. There we go. Oh, man. That's good. Uh, I want to get to this text here. Okay, here we go. 
because it uh, pertains to a lot of what we've discussed on today's show. On our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hi, Bob. Lori here. I've never texted in before, but I always listen. The show's a great diversion right now, and it has been a much appreciated way for me to gather current hockey news and to have something to talk about with my husband. Laugh out loud. As far as the people dissing the idea of hockey return, Yes, health is more important than sports, but what about mental health? The return of the NHL would do wonders improving my husband's and, frankly, my entire family's mental state right now. Uh, hope it happens in one form or a- another. It is a contentious issue, Reed, and I know you deal with this on your show every day. You have, you have some people that say, absolutely no way we can play until we have a full vaccine for this. There's no guarantee that we would have a full vaccine for coronavirus. I know that people say it can happen within 12 to 18 months, but there's no guarantee that's going to happen. What do you say to those people that say there's no way they should play unless there's a vaccine? Well, look, first of all, as, as we've seen from all of Gary Bettman's public comments, and he gave a little bit more clarity in what he said yesterday, and we got a little bit of clarity from uh, Premier Kenny when he said that there actually was a phone call from Gary Bedman. The NHL and the NBA and all the leagues and sports that are on pause, but we'll keep it to the NHL, of course they are going to look down every avenue. That's that's Gary Gary Bedman's job. The, I mean, that's why he gets, what is he up to, Bob, eight point something million per season to, to represent the owners, to make sure they can make money and the game can be played. That's not that's not disrespectful by Gary Bettman. That, that's him doing his job. And I actually think he's been very respectful and very appropriate in his comments about how they're deferring to health officials and they're deferring to governments before they, they make any decision. Now, in terms of the question about, you know, is there going to have to be a vaccine before games are played? I don't know. I think there might have to be a vaccine or, or something close to it or, or something we can do to deal with um, the, the virus or really know that we've stopped the spread, we might be at that point before we can say, okay, 18,000 people can go to Rogers Place. I mean, there may, be, there may be a point where the games are back, but the seats aren't full. You know, there might be social. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy, Bob, if, if they could allow 500 fans into an NHL game, into an Oilers game, and they have to have like lotteries for for uh, tickets and then every there's like four people in a section so they're sitting so they're sitting far so apart. it'd be like a florida panthers game <laughs> except we wouldn't have plywood for the glass behind the net we'd have the real glass <laughs> but, but there, there's so much unknown um we like we did get more from Batman yesterday because he ruled out the college towns yep. and he basically described roger's place in edmonton and what they're looking for but again, we don't know what the numbers in northern Alberta and in Edmonton are going to be a week from now. We've seen how quickly there can be an outbreak yep. if, if you look at, at what happened in southern Alberta. So, I, you know, and I, I listen to you, Bob, and I think you're right. We should we should take pride and, and be happy how we've handled it. But I still think, you know, if you look at going through this pandemic as like a hockey game, we're still in the first period. I mean, there's still a lot sure. to be... And we've got some, you know what, you need a little bit of luck to win in the NHL, and we're going to need to have a little bit of luck to have this to come to fruition. Reed Wilkins, uh, you are our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety, a family business taking care of your family during uncertain times. Training sessions still readily available. That's because we're not going to get you to talk about fighting. Well, 
maybe for your right to fight to party or something like that. You know, we opened up with Def Leppard for you today too, Reed. I heard that. That was awesome. I really appreciate that. Thanks to you and 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 Brendan. And obviously, you you just forgot to do the headliner read earlier in the show. So now, you're, yes, <laughs> I just noticed it right me. now. I'm like, wait a sec here. I was supposed to bang that off when we had Louis DeBrusque on the show a little bit earlier on. So. uh you know, you we sort of rotate every couple of weeks between each other's show. Uh, how does a guy who is on at night keep himself busy during the course of the day? And conversely, what has been the biggest thing that has changed in your life over the last six weeks as a result of uh, the pause and the uh, shutdown that we've seen in multiple industries? Okay. Well, that's a good question. First of all, in terms of, of keeping busy, I... I've never really felt bored, and then maybe that's, I mean, you're joking about reading comics, but maybe that's because I have a lot of hobbies and interests I can sort of uh, do on my own if, if I want to, if I want to read or, or, you know, if I'm doing a game or whatever. I've been watching a little more television and movies with my, with my dad. Uh, and my mom too. She's not as interested in everything Dad and I watch, but sometimes she'll she'll jump in. So we watched The Mandalorian. We're caught up on Better Call Saul. We've watched the uh, you know Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, and some of the nominated movies. See the the thing for for and Bob, you're in the same position. Like we don't work eight hour days, right? We don't really have set work hours. We have our shows, and we know we got to be on at that time. So even throughout the course of a year or the course of a season. The routine changes from for day to day, so I think because of that, I've felt a little more prepared to handle something like this. Certainly, some days have been slower, and you feel like you want to get going and do some more stuff. Yesterday actually turned out to be quite busy with uh, you know everything that was going on and working on some stuff. Are you still, Reed? Are you still going in? Like, are you doing the show from the studio, or are you at home now? Cause no, I'm at home. I've been home for since uh, two weeks ago on Tuesday, so a little over two weeks now. So I've been at home. And then obviously, as you know, Bob, my show is 7 to 8 now instead of 6 to 8 because we're having the TV right. news on from 6 to 7. But I, I, the work area I've set up in my house is it, it's worked well for me. It's not an area of the house I used to use for anything else. So I Other only than, co- other than comics. Other than your comics. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, luckily, I, I put it away from the comics. Otherwise, I'd be reaching for them all the time. But that's helped me mentally because when I sit and I'm sitting here right now, when, when I sit here, I lock into work mode. I don't associate this part of the house with anything else. So if I got to sit here for two hours and edit audio and emails and, and write stuff, I'm doing it. And I find I, I haven't been distracted. And I was a little worried about that. So that's worked out okay so far. But it's... It's it's it is different. I mean, but I, I try not to think about what isn't going on. But sure, sometimes your mind is like, oh, this would have been like the week of game six and seven, the late rounds of the Stanley Cup play, the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Certainly, the weekend the Masters was on, it was like, oh, well, there's, there's there's nothing to watch. But just trying to focus on what is happening and what isn't happening has been big for me. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to ask you some hockey specific questions. Okay. Ready? Would you re-sign Gaetan Haas? Bet you didn't see that one coming. I'm not. That's not an automatic for me, Bob. He, I think he. Pardon me. I think he's improved throughout the season. Yeah, he's a right shot. He's he's had some really good games, and he he's shown a little bit of sneaky finish on a couple of plays, like uh, like the penalty shot, a couple sure. of deflections. 
even that little fake shot he did in, in Boston when he got the turnover from the DeBrus giveaway, I thought he looked a little a little physically overmatched earlier in the season. J- just more in terms of like he wasn't exactly sure how to really get along the boards and engage to be into the scrum. That's imp- that's improved. Um, I mean, I guess it would depend who's out there in free agency and that, and, and when we get to free agency, which is another be another sign. I, there's a lot of things I like about Haas, but I think you you have to look at the market if there's see, maybe yeah. a more experienced player and maybe someone with even a little more of an offensive upside who could play in that depth role. And, and to me, that market's getting squeezed. And I think this situation might benefit a guy like Gaetan. In all honesty, mm-hmm. I might be inclined. You know what? He got in about 50 games, didn't kill you 5v5, was hoping that he'd be better in face-offs, maybe he gets a little bit more acclimated to the North American game, gets better in that regard. Maybe he can make himself a penalty killer. I might be inclined to extend him just because I, I've i taken a look at what's out there with UFA centers. There aren't a lot of right-shot guys, yep. and I'm going, why not, if the price is right, extend this guy uh, moving uh, forward? How big of a... If the if we got back up and playing, and let's say we're talking, you know, for the sake of argument, middle of July to middle of September, how big of a taxi squad should the NHL? Because all bets are off. You're not going to have a 23 man reserve list that has to be cap compliant when we come back. You're going to need more players due to the fact that the players haven't been skating for weeks. So, how big of a taxi squad would you go with? Well, you probably have to have another half team. I mean, 10 guys, maybe a third goalie for sure. Right. And then probably three defensemen, maybe not 10 guys, but you'd probably want four or five extra forwards. So you're you're getting up to eight or nine. I think it would have to be significant. And then that adds another layer of challenge, another layer of of uncertainty, because then there are more players who have to be isolated or staying together in a hotel when they if, if when they practice, would they, would they have to divide up the practice a little differently? You know, would it just be exactly the 20 guys who are, are playing and then the other guys totally off on their own? Like you wouldn't even have a couple of taxi squad guys with the main group. But, yeah, I mean, you, you know what the injuries are mount, how they could mount during the playoffs. And then when you're bringing players, this, is, this would be such an unfamiliar environment for how the players' bodies are programmed and the cycle they go through the year. Yeah. Could that lead to even more injuries when they've kind of been in this pause right now working out but not maybe working out exactly the same and then they go back and they have a training camp in july but that's usually when their bodies are used to resting a little bit but so i think you'd have to have at least a taxi squad of eight and like i said maybe even 10 maybe another half team hanging around well think back to the calgary flames in 0304 brennan evans Got into two playoff games. Uh, Brennan most recently, I believe, was playing. I think somebody told me for the Lacombe Generals in senior hockey. Uh, he had a lengthy American hockey, probably played 10 or 12 years in the NHL. Never got back in the NHL. Reed, in the summer of 2003, he was talking to Rob Dom about the U of A. And then he ended up playing uh, low lock monsters in the American Hockey League. And the Flames had so many injuries on defense. He got into a couple playoff games for Calgary in their Stanley Cup playoff run because they were 12 or 13 defensemen deep. Reed, what do you got coming up tonight on Inside Sports? Okay, going to be fun tonight. Ron Hextall uh, on the show. Because of Ron's schedule, I've actually already recorded this interview. It is a beauty, a lot of memories of, uh, of 1987, not just the Cup final, but that whole playoff run. They had the brawl with... Uh, 
with uh, with Montreal in the conference final. And Ron told me a story about that that he said he had never shared publicly before. And uh, Odell Willis, uh, the former Eskimo and BC line, is going to check in as well. So it'll be fun. And Bob, I hope you're available at seven thirty tomorrow night. All right. Well, if you're stuck and can't get anybody better, feel free to call. <laughs> Thanks, right. Reid. See ya. See ya. Uh, we will be running a, a couple clips. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. From that Ron Hextall interview on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. 150 in Edmonton, we'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It is 152 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, and Brent Ridge Ford is focused on your health and peace of mind. Proud to be a part of Ford Canada's Built to Lend a Hand program. Helping their customers through these difficult times. Committed to social responsibility, safety, and supporting their valued clients through flexible financing, online sales and support, and even delivery and mobile service. Find out more about how Brent Ridge Ford is Built to Lend a Hand by calling 1-877-477-3673 or visiting BrentRidge.com. To this day in Oilers history... I'm getting old. Bring it, Brendan. All right, back in 1988, Marty McSorley gets five in a game for spearing, but Mark Messier registers three assists, and Wayne Gretzky has a pair of his own to lead the Oilers past the Flames 4-2 in games three of the Smythe Division Finals at Northlands. That gave them a 3-0 series lead, Bob. Yep, it was a beauty. Uh, McSorley made it count. I think he said he was uh, temporarily out as he skated to the bench and then skewered Mike Bullard. Uh, and then the Oilers had gone in and scored on the play. Um, Oilers go up 3 nothing, And then win uh, game four at home and sweep Calgary, who'd finished ahead of Edmonton during the regular season. Of course, the Flames had knocked the Oilers out at 86 in the playoffs. Uh, Calgary got upset by Winnipeg in the 87 playoffs. Oilers dispatched the Jets rather quickly in round two that year after knocking off L.A. And then in 88, uh, Edmonton ended up getting the uh, Calgary Flames in the Smite Division Finals. Calgary were the favorite, and the Oilers just took them to the woodshed. A little bit deceptive. I mean, they won game one in Calgary. Gretzky scores in game two. And on this date, 1988, the Oilers win game three. Three on route to the four game sweep. Scores were close, but the series turned out not to be close. Tomorrow, for our friends at River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman will join us. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta. And 
My play-by-play partner, Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network. We'll get his thoughts on Frank Cervelli's suggestion that Allegheny County in Pittsburgh makes sense for a possible eastern uh, location. Uh, And Pittsburgh, again, relative to the rest of the state, which has got about 35,000 cases of COVID-19, with uh, Allegheny County at around 1,100. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins tonight from 7 to 8. Again, he's got an interview coming up with Ron Hextall along with Odell Willis. Uh, That is after the Global News Hour from 6 to 7. Speaking of news, Eileen Bell, ongoing COVID-19 pandemic coverage, Global News Weather Traffic Update coming up, followed by 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen and I. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.